0: Welcome in to Bears Weekly, a Chicago Bears Network production. Download the Chicago Bears official app to follow the team on the go. Bears Weekly is brought to you by Advocate Healthcare, Beck Rivers, CDW, Connie's Pizza, IGS Energy, and Miller Lite. Here are your hosts, Jeff Joniak, a.k.a. the Mayor of Bearsville, and his sidekick, Tom the Surfmaster Thayer the
1: crowd. Those are Bears fans, everybody, and they are here at Halas Hall, a special edition of Bears Weekly. Tom will sit this one out tonight. We have an array of guests. We are very pleased to welcome, first of all, the best fans of the National Football League right here. Bears season ticket holders, loyal as ever here in the PNC studio, and we're with you until 7 o'clock tonight. We welcome all of you. Thank you very much for being here. Our pre-holiday weekend journey. Our panel of guests tonight... Featuring President and CEO Kevin Warren, everybody. General Manager Ryan Poles. And the head coach of your Chicago Bears, Matt Eberflus. Our crew tonight, Paul Zerang, our steady engineer. Spin of the dials there, producer Dan Brilliant in the ESPN 1000 studios. We've got Charlie Bevins and Kendra Smith. The executive producer of the Bears radio network is Eric Ostrowski, Hey, uh, let's start right here. Welcome, gentlemen, to the 2023 season. It has arrived. It's on the doorstep. I know there's a lot of work yet to be done 10 days from now, but uh, this will be the 104th season in Bears history, and uh, there's nobody in town, nobody, that can't wait for this. I know that's a double negative, but I'll tell you right now, everybody's jacked up. And, Kevin, since your arrival, what have you learned about this building, the people in it, that make up the Chicago Bears on and off the field?
2: I would say the passion of the people in the building, uh, from every staff member, uh, to Ryan, to his staff, to coach his staff, to our players, to ownership, uh, they're passionate. They're passionate about football, they're knowledgeable, Uh, they're hungry for a champion. And the other thing I've learned is that these are the greatest fans, not only in the National Football League, but I would say in all of sports, and I'm excited about uh, this season and and, uh, looking forward to an outstanding football season, and to be able to grow together.
1: But you learn, Ryan, and uh, to Kevin's point, you have to kind of meet and surpass the passion of the fan base. Uh, You know, you can count on that every every single week. But I think we'd all agree better players across the board decorate this roster of 53. I did the math 26 since the first of the year, so this is a very different football team from a year ago. Uh, What are your expectations as we sit here right now?
3: Yeah, I think the big thing is just elevating off the foundation we built last year. We did a lot of cool things um, last year in terms of our identity and, and the toughness and the style of play. Now these guys that have come in can help us make more plays, impact the game, and, and win more football games.
1: And Matt, you tell me all the time, uh, these new guys you brought in here, and it includes rookies, the love of the game. I sat in your office before the season started. You said, hey, I, I got a locker room full of guys who love the game. A lot of those guys are not even here anymore, but they, they're on other rosters in the league. How important of a box is that to be checked for you to have that kind of st- and staff that also love the game to
0: teach it?
4: Yeah, you know, we uh, select coaches and select uh, players, uh, Ryan and I sit down and we really look at the tape because the tape doesn't lie. So the, the, that shows the love of the game, the passion in which they play, and the coaches the way they coach. And uh, we bring uh, those guys in here, and, and when you do that, you get a, a room, a locker room, a building of passion. And that's an immediate culture, you know, the guys that love the game. So it's, uh, it's exciting.
1: I saw you on uh, a New Age, Old Age, or I think it's some, What's that called again? Old, old school, school, new school. school. Yeah, with, Come on, with, Jeff. With, 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 with Coach Wanstead. <laughs> but you said something. Wait, you did a really good job. You said something that I've never heard you say in our, all of our conversations. Uh, front side defense, make plays. Win games. Backside win championships. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Frontside wins games.
4: Backside wins championships. And really, what that's talking about is the effort. You know, the the detail of the backside pursuit, the backside blocking, uh, the receiver climbing to the second level and springing the running back for a touchdown. You know, and that's the second effort that we we adhere to. You know, in our hits principle, that's the first thing that we do is we play with great effort, and uh,
1: that's what we're talking about. All right, Kevin, what do you want Bears fans to know about you and your mission to guide this franchise?
2: I would say the same thing I would want them to know about this organization, that we're passionate and uh, that we strive for excellence every single day. Um, you know. And, and, and we're going to work together, I mean, as this team with Coach and mm-hmm. and Ryan. But I think the biggest thing is that uh, I just have an unwavering dedication to excellence and are willing to do whatever it takes uh, to do it the right way but to build a champion. Uh, both on the field, you know, in the community, in our stadium project. But I think that we need to uh, to recognize that we need to strive every single day uh, to be excellent.
1: And you, you've also mentioned in every department in the building, every a championship attitude.
2: Every department. And uh, and so I, I am very conscientious. I believe you have heard me say it before. You know, that statute out front of, of George Hallis uh, is a reminder, and I would say a positive reminder, not from a pressure standpoint, but from a positive reminder of what it really means to be a charter franchise in the National Football League. And as you said, to have this, to think of this, of the 104th yeah. season of Chicago Bears football. I mean, when you think about that. And so I, I feel a, a, a sense of, of great responsibility. Um, but as I saw last night at the U.S. Open with, with Billie Jean King, the sign that they have coming out of the locker room on television, that, you know, pressure is a privilege. And uh, I love the pressure, and I'm glad to be here. There's no other place I'd rather be in the world right now than, uh, with this fan base, uh, with these men here, with people in our organization, with our players and coaches and our staff and our alumni, and I'm really looking forward to just growing a beautiful relationship together.
1: Ryan, I'm always impressed with uh, people in your position, uh, general managers, coaches, scouts, presidents, CEOs, you name it, that embrace the pressure. Yep. And when you, the day you were hired, we want to take the North and never give it back. And The importance of that still rings through this building and rings in every decision you make. And you're not shy about taking that on full bore. Get into that a little bit and how that kind of set the table for what you have done so far and you and your staff.
3: Yeah, I think, you know, being being dominant in your division is an important key of being a championship organization. Uh, When you can really, you know, put that flag into the division, everyone's chasing you. Um, and just from my experience in the past, that was, that was the first goal, and we were able to do that over a long period of time, and it, it created an attitude um, in the entire organization that that division was yours, and, and you were never going to give it back, and I just like that attitude and, and the mentality throughout the entire building.
1: And you have to have people around you that also believe it, right? Absolutely. you gotta, you got to believe with every decision. And, Matt, you expect your players to think, act, prepare like champions, so how important are those leadership talks that you have with them?
4: Yeah, that's been great. I mean, uh, you know, it's, we're always developing guys, uh, developing, you know, the championship mindset. And uh, it's been great. We started in the springtime. We've had several, um, you know, basically, you know, little sessions that we have with 12 guys or so and the coaches in there, and they talk about these different things that we call championship mindset. And uh, it's been great. And they, we uh, the guys come back uh, into the room, into the team room together, and they and they basically, you know, show us what what they came up with and the words that they came up with and what it means to our football team and how we're going to accomplish that. So it's been really good. It's been real beneficial.
1: Where would you come up with that idea?
4: Um, You know, know, I've studied John Wooden for a long time and uh, probably for 30 years, and he's one of my guys that I've studied over the course of that time, and uh, he's got that pyramid of success, and a lot of those things come from that. And uh, he, he's, uh, he's been, a, a obviously, really good uh, coach, a lot of championships, and uh, a great model to go by.
1: My fourth grade basketball team, the coach gave us that pyramid and made us, they changed our uniform colors to be UCLA colors. So I, I've been seeing that thing for a long time. And, you know, the late, uh, as as a 91-year-old uh, scout, Gil Brandt passed away today. You you really big football fans know the name, Help. Build the uh, great Dallas Cowboys, and really set the tone for scouts to find their way into the Hall of Fame as well. Uh, Ryan uh, what he did for scouting, and his passion was John Wooden too that whole that whole thing. Uh, how does that make you feel today about what he did for everybody else?
3: Yeah, I was able to have a, a little bit of a relationship with him. He spent a lot of time with young scouts when we went to the combine and, and was able to give us different you know, wisdom and, and even history of scouting and, and kind of the whole uh, cycle. So, um, you know, sad news, obviously, today. But I know he, you know, had a huge impact uh, on NFL scouting.
1: Are you a wooden guy, Mr. Warren?
2: Absolutely. Um, for a lot of different reasons. You know, growing up on the West Coast – Um, My brother-in-law, John Schumate, who was married to my sister for many years, you know, they broke the 89-game winning streak. Um, And it was interesting cleaning out uh, the house one day and found these reel-to-reel tapes and said, what was this? So took it up to work and turned it on, and it was the actual Notre Dame-UCLA, you know, game with Bill Walton and Adrian Mm -hmm. Dandley and, uh, uh, you know, that whole group, Dwight Clay, uh, who hit the big shot. And uh, and then to be able to watch what Coach Wooden uh, has done and the number of championships, but I always loved his demeanor, you know, being a former basketball player and how calm, you know, he was. Um, and I remember in college playing at Pauley Pavilion for the first time that it was that was really a dream to be able to, to do that. And then uh, as one of the last acts at the Big Ten was to bring USC and UCLA uh, into the conference and had a chance to spend a lot of time on the campus, tour the campus, and actually, they have a beautiful era where they have Coach Wooden's desk still in his office. And to, to be able to see how meticulous he was, how much he focused on the attention to detail, what he meant, and, and really to resonate, to, to watch someone. And that's why it's so important that, that you can really understand uh, by doing it the right way uh, how, how your legacy has grown grown over time. And so many people look up to him, you know, regardless of the sport and what he's meant, just a wonderful human being. so. I have a lot of admiration for Coach Wooden, his legacy, and uh, and his ability. And probably the greatest thing is always one of those things when you see people leave early. And I think that's just a a great attribute. He didn't stay too long, and uh, he was able to move out of the way and and still be there as a support system.
1: Uh, No borders when it comes to leadership in sports. Basketball tales uh, helping football players and football teams right now. All right, we're going to take our first break. This is Bears Weekly. Along with Matt Eberflus, Ryan Poles, and Kevin Warren, I'm Jeff Joniak here on ESPN 1000 and the Bears Radio Network.
0: This is Bears Weekly with the voice of the Bears for 23 years, Jeff Joniak on the Bears Radio Network.
1: Bears fans right there, season ticket holders, kind enough to join us tonight in the BNC Center here at Atlas Hall. This segment of Bears Weekly is brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy. Visit athletico.com to request an in-clinic or virtual appointment and start feeling better tomorrow. Here with Bears president and CEO Kevin Warren, along with general manager Ryan Poles and head coach Matt Eberflus for the full hour tonight. We're blessed to have them here. Uh, Kevin, what have been your experiences watching the collaboration of Ryan and Matt?
2: I mean, it really is special. I mean, that's one of the things uh, you need. Uh, you need that foundation between your general manager and your uh, head football coach to, to be collaborative, um, to work together, uh, to to be able to be honest and transparent and and to not agree on everything. But you have to have that. And I would say it becomes virtually uh, impossible and improbable uh, to win a world championship, to be a Super Bowl champion, unless you have that. And so that's one of the things that was impressive to me prior to joining the Bears, but it even resonates with me at a higher level now Now being here. So these are two uh, strong men, two alpha males, which is what you want, very smart, very dedicated, both uh, have great attention to detail, uh, both family men and both godly men and who are hard workers and given everything that they possibly can to this franchise. So uh, that's a great start for us. And now what I just want to make sure that I can do is to be able to add uh, to their relationship um, in any way possible. How do you do that? Uh, it's basically, I think, one, to be a, a, a good listener, but listening not only you know, with your ears, but with your eyes and with your heart, and to be able to add value. I'm, I'm always amazed in, in great businesses and great relationships and great uh, corporations. Even if you look at the music industry from a, from, a, from a band standpoint, it's just something about that you it almost becomes one and I just want to make sure that uh, anything that I can add to the equation doesn't take away uh, from what they've developed and what we're trying to develop here, just to be very conscientious with that. I want people to to look at us, uh, you know, that we have a flawless relationship in regards to how we work together, how we trust and respect each other. We won't agree on everything, but we have a common goal. And then the two loves that we have other than our family and our love of God is is really our our. our Chicago Bears, the respect for the Chicago Bears, uh, and for this football team, and so I know we're we're all on the same page, and we're going to do everything possible that we can uh, to build a champion here. And the, one of the things that, that I really enjoy the most is uh, no one fights for any credit, and I think they both understand, just like I do, just like the McCaskey family does, and our players are uh, understand is that you know when we become a world champion. We're all a world champion, and so they don't put different levels of being a champion. And so I know that's my focus each and every day, so I've really enjoyed working with Matt and Ryan.
1: It doesn't happen in every NFL team, let alone any sport. I mean, it's, it's, it's not always the case. And uh, Ryan's been quick to correct me because, I, I, hey, you know, he did a great – and he always, without fail, our staff did it. You know, it's not just you. And, you know, you're, you're carrying the title, but you always – and so do you, Matt. You're always thanking – not only your players, but your coaches, your thinking, your staff about the bigger picture. And uh, that that used to not happen, honestly. I, I, I mean, from my experience in all these years, almost four decades in sports, you don't always hear it that way. Um, why? Why do, you, why do you feel that that is uh, as much a part of anything uh, as being successful for a bigger picture than to
3: do that? Yeah, I think, you know, this... This job is so big. Our jobs are so big that you can't do it on your own. You need a, a great team. You need a great right-hand man like I have with, with Ian that can kind of call you out when you start to get out of the line, and, <laughs> and, and, and that's important because you need that. Um, and again, just it takes a lot of people to be successful. And, and I think a little bit too is just having a little bit of offensive line mentality to me because it was about the unit. It's about the five, and we got to work together. We got to communicate. Um, in order to be successful, and you know, it's and then working with these two guys, like it's, I'm blessed to have a, a, a mentor and, and an elite partner um, to to do this job, and it's important. It makes you feel good coming to work every day that you know you can grind with with people that have your back.
4: Yeah, it's really about you know just listening. You know, when you get into position of of leadership, you know, you really become a, a servant. You know, you want to serve and you're here to serve the coordinators and serve the Bears and serve your players, and really you want the players at the end of the day to be able to have ownership, the, the staff, you know, the Chicago Bears organization to have ownership of the Bears. And when you get that, when you get that type of buy-in, I think that's, you'll, you'll see the best product that we can put on the field um, because that, that me and my and I, that doesn't work in team sport. It just doesn't. It's always we, us, you know, and us together. Doing it, so everybody has a hand in the success of the organization, and it doesn't matter what the job title is. Everybody has a hand in winning
1: on Sunday. From my experience with you three gentlemen, and uh, just newer with you, obviously Kevin, but you guys all are very mild mannered. You guys have an intensity. I think it's like uh, a duck on a pond, and the, and the and the feet are going faster underneath. But this is what you present. <clears throat> Do you guys get your blood up every now and again?
2: kevin absolutely i mean i think that's part of it but i think the biggest thing is is uh i've just found and studied over time people follow individuals who are calm and uh kind of like i have a saying in our home to my wife and two kids i just say you all need to worry when you see me worried and uh and until then don't worry um and that's how i wanted to be at work um that is, I think being calm sends the message. Oh yeah, we have issues obviously that we have to deal with. Uh, these, as Ryan said, the and Coach said, these are big, complicated jobs. But when you're prepared and, and you have a good team and you listen, you support. That's what makes it exciting. So I just think it's people I really admire from a leadership standpoint are the ones. Absolutely, we're competitive and type A and and. Uh, but the biggest thing is to be calm because that sends a message that you're prepared. Uh, regardless of what uh, happened. That's why we admire, like Captain Sully, so much as a pilot. I mean, just what he was going through to be able to land that pa- plane. And so, and also, I just think, just from a physiological standpoint, you think better when you're calm. And so, I know for me that's important uh, that I always uh, remember that. And everyone is watching, you know, what we do and the people that we lead. And uh, so, it's just, you know, 70% of all communication is nonverbal. So, it's just important to make sure that we. We not only act calm, but we are calm.
1: Ryan, tough choices come with this job. You, you, you certainly know that. Um, you've had many to make uh, over remaking this roster, you and your staff. Um, the instincts, the patience for it, uh, the discipline, right? You've got to have
3: all three of those. Is that what's guiding you here? Yeah. Discipline is a, a big piece because <clears throat> at the end of the day, we want to sustain success for a long period of time. And we need to stick to our values and philosophy. So every time we need to make a decision, every time we have to solve a problem, you know, does it go back to is this going to help us sustain success and be a championship organization for a long period of time? And that's really helped us you know, navigate some of those tough, difficult decisions.
1: You and Ryan, Matt, talked about longer, stronger, faster. Are you longer, stronger, faster in Yes, 23?
4: yes no question. You know, the, the acquisitions of the free agents, for sure. You, know, you look at uh, DJ, you know, Tremaine. Um, you know, all the other guys that we have, you know, in the building, you know, that we acquired are certainly that long, lean and fast. Um, and you can see it on the field. I mean, you can really feel it. You know, I know we're out there in the springtime. We like looked at each other like, man, that looks a little bit different. You know, you could just feel the speed, you know, and the athleticism on the field, you know, change once we added those players. And, uh, and it's exciting to see.
1: All right, we're going to take our second break here. This is Bears Weekly. We're coming to you live from PNC Studios here at Addisaw with a great group of Bears fans, seasoned Hicker holders, kind enough to join us here on ESPN 1000 and the Chicago Bears Radio
0: Network. This is Bears Weekly with the voice of the Bears for 23 years, Jeff Joniak on the Bears Radio Network.
1: Underway for the opener at Soldier Field against the Green Bay Packers. Ten days from now, kickoff at 3:25. That's Bears fans talking right back at you. Can hear them. What? What did I hear? Hey. Oh, it's time, right? It's time. It's time. ESPN's coverage begins at 11:30, 1:30 on the Bears radio network. And we are sponsored in part by CDW. People will get it. Along with uh, the president and CEO Kevin Warren, we got general manager Ryan Poles and head coach Matt Eberflus. Kevin, uh, I've always been struck with your comfortable with the uncomfortable comment. When I first met you, that's one of the first things that you, you talked about in an interview you did with uh, with us. How do you get an entire organization to adapt to that type of mentality?
2: I think the biggest thing is to display that ability, um, and and you know at every level, because uh, when you look at your life. Uh, whether it's exercise or certain relationships or, you know, you hear Matt's schedule, I know Ryan's schedule is insane, and um, is that people admire uh, individuals that they can look to and look up to and to say that, wow, you know, the way they do it and handle that, um, I'd like to grow one day to be able to do that. And so I just think from a leadership standpoint, that's part of it. Um, You know, I have a uh, uh, individual Simon Sinek, who's been a lot to me in my life, who's a, he's an author, and he wrote a book called Leaders Eat Last, and that's something I've always tried to model uh, about it. And when you think about it, you know, leaders. When you go uh, to someone's house for dinner, or even around a family dinner, I mean, you know, the, there's you, you don't jump in front of the line of the of the children. As, uh, so, from a leadership standpoint, it's not for everyone. So I think the biggest thing is that we just need to continually not only say say it, but also do it, because then it's easy for people to model uh, kind of what what uh, attitude and, and how we want to do business here.
1: I know you talked about 1440, and I never knew what that was until he, he explained it to me, uh, 1,440 seconds in a day, and you make use of every single one of them, don't you? Yeah, I,
2: I think, and Coach said it, and Ryan has said it before. I think the thing, uh, probably the most challenging aspect of uh, jobs like this are the fact that you know, you you know, your minutes are critically important. And so you learn how to do really good stuff in a matter (laughs) of seven minutes, 10 minutes, you know, try to not have a wasted moment. And yeah, so it's, um, you know, the number of minutes in a day uh, adds up. And and I just try to make sure that we take advantage uh, of them, you know, up to the to the moment, because there's been individuals who've who've created things that have changed the world. And uh, it all came together in a matter of Kind of one or two minutes. So I'm I'm a big believer in that power of one and uh, of how one thing, one relationship, one word, one minute can really make a difference.
1: Ryan, how would you explain how, the support you feel in your position yeah, from I, everything I, in this organization?
3: Oh, and it starts at the top with the McCaskey family. Um, great support um, there for you, you know. And then and then Kevin and I spending time together once a week, going through everything we needed as a football team and uh, gives me great advice and asks really good questions to make sure you know we're seeing everything the right way. Um, and then, obviously, head football coach. Um, you know, part of our job is to bring talent in and, and having a, a great staff and a great head coach to develop talent um, so we can be successful. So the support in this building is is really good. And then on top of that, we have great support for our players as well, uh, from nutrition to their bodies, making sure that they're healthy and, and at, playing at their optimal level. So. Um, and every, the mental side of things, too. Yeah, absolutely. The mental side is, is critical, and it's it's one of the things I think is missed um, in a lot of organizations, and, and we have it here, and, and it's really strong. So uh, in terms of support in general, it's it's really good here in this organization. Matt, you've
1: been coaching a long time. Do you still feel you're evolving as a coach? Forget about the head coach part of it, just as a coach, and are you seeking to strike the right balance to achieve success, yeah I, I believe that
4: you 're always learning and you 're always trying to get better, you know so uh, reading 's a big part of that for me, you know, and uh, you know studying uh, other people is a big part of that for me and uh, don 't you
1: know, be eyeballing me uh, i right. wasn
4: 't <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, but the support i 'll just echo again the support of the yeah. McCaskey family you know i 've been here for obviously the same time as Ryan and and uh, the McCaskey family has been unbelievable in the support that they give uh, me and Kevin and Ryan and the whole organization. It's been great. And obviously Ryan and I have, did know each other before we got hired together. But building that relationship over the last year, that's been special. And then Kevin coming in, that's been, you know, you know so good uh, for the organization. And so good for Ryan and I to have uh, a mentor to be able to bounce ideas off of. And a guy that's been through it and, uh, it's, it's going to be just fabulous. So the support has been great in the, in the, the fans, the fans are I always marvel at the fans because the passion they have and the support they have. And we, you know we're going to go to, you know, Tampa Bay in week two. And I, by God, I'm sure enough, that thing will be half packed, you know, with the bears fans, but, uh, and that's uh, that's special, and it's really cool. So uh, we're excited about where it's going.
1: I'm always intrigued. I ask players this too: What's on your nightstand these days? What are you guys reading? Because you guys all talk about books uh, in co- private conversations and otherwise. What, yeah, mine's,
4: w- mine's the wisdom of the bullfrog. So that's uh, uh, McRaven. You know, the admiral. Uh, you know, used to be the chancellor at the uh, UT. So uh, he's got some really good books. Uh, sea stories is another good one by him. But uh, that's what I'm currently on. So it's it's a really good book.
3: Same one. Uh, okay.
1: Yeah, that floated it, around you, the
3: office. So is there book on, is yeah, it's a book club going nah, on? Yeah, there's a book club. No, there's no book club. <laughs> yeah. No, that came around. I, that book was so good, I highly recommend it. I mean, I bought like 50 of them just to keep giving out to people. Nice. Yeah,
2: I'll have to check that out. How about you? Mine is Wine Spectator, so. <laughs> <laughs> that a boy. There you go. I love it. <laughs>
1: I love it. What are you recommending these days in the red wine category?
2: It depends what you like. I mean, I you like, like French, little, Italian. I like a little that? blend. Uh, like a little blend. Blend, I would probably go with uh, something in, in Napa, uh, okay. probably uh, Stagland, a Vineyard. Seemed like you'd like that. Heights Cellar is good. Heights um, been there. That's, that's a good cellar. Uh, if you want something really good uh, that'll make you smile, it's probably Harlan Estates. All right. Uh, so any of that. But uh, I'd love to share a great bottle of wine with you.
1: I look forward to it very much, very much. All right, um, it's almost like feel- I know you guys are dying to hear about this. Let's talk stadium, right? You guys are, you guys want to know. Um, what's the latest? There's so much. I mean, I know you can't reveal everything, but give us an update. What were we at with Arlington, Chicago, other venues? I know you're working vigorously on this matter.
2: I mean, I think the update is the fact that uh, our goal, and, and also, you know, we got so many great uh, Viking staff here, and I just thank them for everything they've done, not only with our football team, but with our stadium. Our goal early on this year, when I started, was to make sure that we went into the season uh, with momentum, and that's so critically important. And I feel that we have it now. I mean, quite naturally, we, we were working with Arlington Heights, still working with them. Um, but we uh, feel very uh, confident that uh, we've been able to have some productive talks. You've heard Mayor Johnson talk about it with the city of Chicago, and there's so many other um, municipalities who've expressed an interest in, and we'll be meeting with them. But I think the biggest thing is holistically is to have momentum. It's obvious that we need a new stadium. Our fans, our players you know, deserve a new stadium at the appropriate time and the right structure, and, and and I know what he can do for a franchise because it just creates an environment. It's uh, building a a home that you know that you're going to have so many memories. And and my big goal from a stadium standpoint is to have our fans, even our players and their families and the coaches and alumni, to be able to say, do you remember this game? you remember that was the last game that grandma went, went to? Or that's the last game that grandpa or mom or dad or whatever the case may be. But just to create that environment, and uh, our fans deserve it and, and, and to, for us to be able to come together. So it's just much more than a building that you play football in. It, just, it really is a platform uh, to, to be able for us to create you know, memories, and that's who we are. We are in the entertainment business, and our whole goal is to, to be successful, be champions, but also create an environment where people have memories and the fond memories of being a Chicago Bear fan.
1: Uh, on the day you were introduced as uh, president and CEO, I asked you, is it critical? Because, and, and you clearly said at that point, yes, you know, in the, the landscape of the league and what it all means for the future, yes. So I, I would imagine nothing will stop you from making it eventually happen.
2: Well, absolutely. We, we have to. I mean, this is truly one of those ones that, again, being calm, um, you know, being measured, uh, being organized, and also – uh, understand the importance of win-win-win. You know, this is not about something that the Chicago Bears, that everyone owes us. This is about what can we uh, do uh, to bring value uh, to this great state uh, that we live in and to our fans and to create, uh, create environments. And not only for football, but this for concerts and, and so many other things that, that uh, come to, together. And also what it does for... Uh, all of our fans and the people who live uh, in the suburbs and the city in Illinois, it says that even in this complicated environment that we live in, that we can come together from a business standpoint, from a fairness standpoint, and do things that really make the world a better place and, uh, and provide hope and uh, the ability to dream. And, uh, and and there's no better organization than the Chicago Bears to be able to amplify this. And you think about it, other than the World's Fair, like probably the only other thing that happened hasn't happened has not happened in Chicago, especially from a sports standpoint, is to host a Super Bowl. And I dream, these are the things, I'm a, I'm a constant dreamer. I always dream about, you know, building a new stadium and not only hosting a Super Bowl, but can you imagine, yes. you know, if we're able to win a Super Bowl in, in the new stadium in front of these fans and in front of the world? So those are the things I strive for every day. Matt Eberford just got a big smile on his face.
1: Uh, what would it mean for things like the players and... A destination. They already enjoy coming to this city. It's a great city. Uh, They walk in this building, and they're always amazed at what it looks like. Ryan and
3: Matt? Yeah, I mean, you see the impact uh, just from Hallis Hall alone. When when we have free agents and and players coming to visit, they walk around, they're like, holy smokes, this is everything I need is in this building to be successful. And then when you add the energy uh, to a new stadium, uh, that cranks things up another notch, and and you create those memories. So, um, yeah, that's always helpful.
1: You got ideas for a stadium, Matt? No, I'll leave that up to Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, everything matters, right? Like Tom Thayer's telling me, make sure the opposing locker room is a long walk in the new stadium, because he always remembers the old Metrodome, and that, and he that long walk. He just hated the long walk. So Tom, Tom will be back next week. We have got to take a break here on Bears Weekly on ESPN <laughs> One Thousand and the Bears Radio Network.
0: This is Bears Weekly with the voice of the Bears for 23 years. Jeff Joniak on the Bears Radio Network.
1: Want VIP access to every Bears home game? Exclusive seating, sideline credentials, and more now available. Get the ultimate VIP fan package this season by visiting ChicagoBearsVib.com. Bears fans in the house here at PNC Studios at Hall Jeff Joniak along with President and CEO Kevin Warren, General Manager Ryan Poles, and Head Coach Matt Eberflus. We're going to start with Matt. Uh, As we look at things here gearing up, we got to talk about QB1. Uh, And I'm going to ask all of you about this. He's always the center of attention. That's by virtue of the position. You know, it's the job. But it's hard in this city, as in other cities. But this one, you know, we we just know it is. Um, What can you do continually, and what are you doing to help Justin thrive despite this? Yeah, I mean,
4: just the skill acquisition that Ryan brought in and, uh, you know, his staff, and I really think that that's going to be helpful um, because when you, you know, throw the ball into a no-cover zone, you know, so the zero to five yards of playing zone, you know, those are, you know, were five yards or whatever last year. This year they're going to be, you know, 10 or 15 or 20. We saw DJ catch a curl the other day and take it for what it was, 25 yards. And, you know, those are helpful to the quarterback, you know. And I, I think that's number one. And number two is, you know, we've got to have the ability to protect him, you know, uh, you know a little bit longer. And he's got to be able to really work the ball out of the, out of the pocket when he feels that pressure. And uh, his development, you know, his, his education in the offense is is light years ahead of where it was last year. Uh, he was just starting out in the offense. And, and we've really been working with him in situational football uh, to really educate and to uh, put him in the positions uh, during practice. And I think we've been very mindful of that, and he's really excelled in those, in those situations. So we're, we're, uh, we're on point where it is, and uh, we, we are uh, you know, right on path to where we think we need to be. And uh, we got a big week next week in terms of preparation for the first game.
3: Uh, Ryan, where do you see the growth in, in the young man? Yeah, I think the anticipation and trust in, in his you know, weapons and receivers and tight ends uh, is the one that kind of stands out to me. Um, it takes a little bit of faith and trust to, to throw guys open um, and give them opportunities, and, and you can see him do that in that comfort level to, to do it. And then also just uh, his ability to read the defense and for the game to slow down a little bit for him. So all of those things look good, and, and they're on the right path, and the coaches have really poured into him, and you'll never question his work ethic and, and the amount of time that he puts in. He wants to be great. And how about the room? Tyson Bagent, Nathan Peterman back on the 53 today. Yeah. Uh, Nate's a huge part of that. I talk about it um, at my press conference. There, his his knowledge, really, really smart, great football mind, <clears throat> is really helpful uh, for Justin. Just being another set of eyes and, and ears, and and then uh, Tyson gets the opportunity to to kind of see how that whole room, you know, works through the entire season, and he can learn as well. And Kevin, I've talked to Ryan about this not
1: even on the record, just every day from a media perspective or a fan perspective is a referendum on Justin Fields, good, bad, or otherwise. And not that he's hearing it, not that anybody in the building cares what's said on the outside, but are there ways, though, that you, as president and CEO, in a relationship that we probably have already with Justin, uh, can help him with off-the-field noise that inevitably he may not be seeking it out, but others are telling him. That's I think, just
2: normal. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, I mean, you know, Justin and I were in the same conference together. Um and so the greatest attribute that you can tell a true pro is then, you know, they go from high school to college and once they get, you know, they can can stand up and uh strong they they look the same way they did in high school and then when they go from college to professional and just even seeing Justin in the building today, he looks very similar from a leadership standpoint as he looked at uh, the Ohio State University. So I think the biggest thing, if you ask me what I can do, is just to make sure we as an organization, not only for Justin, but for all of our players, create an environment that this is a safe zone, that they can be themselves here, uh, that we're here to protect them, put them in win-win situations, make proper introductions to them, uh, to the business community, and never expose them, um, you know, in in an environment that, that they're uncomfortable with and to be there as a resource. So I'm very, very cognizant. I started my career in the NFL in player development. So I'm very cognizant of the importance of making sure that cre- we create a very healthy and holistic environment for our players.
1: So you want contact with players. You want to talk to the players, right?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is the lifeblood, you know, of the organization. And and uh, you know, one of the things that that uh, you will see happen, especially as we get our stadium project really launched. I mean, we'll have massive sit-down sections with Coach and his staff and Ryan and his staff and our players, everyone in the organization, because at the end of the day, you want to make sure that everyone feels that they have a a big piece of that stadium development project that comes together. But, again, it's just important that we build that environment um, where we all have each other's back, where we're in this together. You spend a lot of time together. I mean, we spend more time here than we do with our families. Sure. And um, and so, it's just it's important for people to feel comfortable because the more that you can move beyond just a very arms-length relationship and to be able to get personal with each other and to be able to trust each other and show you know weaknesses and strength, that's really when you build you know that family environment. So I'm all for family discussions and just to make sure that we build it the right way.
1: I'm sure you saw it, the athletic survey on best stadium in the NFL right now. Did you see that article?
2: I did see that.
1: The number one stadium, and, and I you'll have to refresh my memory on who they pulled for it. I, I think it was mm-hmm. NFL people well, is the, is the stadium in Minnesota that you had uh, significant work on and helped build so that 's exciting to hear that must mean something to you as well
2: well we had you know we had a great team together, um, and I think the thing that that really resonated with me what my wife said to me, she always has an interesting way of saying those few words that causes you the next day to really think and say, okay, let me, let me unpack that. But she made a, a, a statement to me early on, literally right when we got approved for our stadium. She said, just please recognize that you have my support, unwavering support, and the support of our kids to do this the right way because you will, for the next 40 years of this, you will have to recognize that you will either be a proud part of that team or you will have regrets. And I don't want you driving by U.S. Bank Stadium and having to kind of put your head down. Um, and so I took that to heart. And so, you know, anytime you get a commitment, it's no different than building this team. The, the people really poured, poured it into it, sacrifice. It's amazing when you, when you can come together and take out the word I and put everything first and have that fan mentality and the player mentality together of what happens. And the thing that's probably most amazing for, for that stadium to open up now you know seven years old and still to be to be rated that way but just like there we'll we'll even do a better job here we'll spend the time of as i say what will make not only our fans teeth chatter but our players teeth chatter i want our players when they pull up to there that they just get a, a feeling it's almost like going uh to play uh at the at the met um or at the opera and seeing you know, seeing uh, go the, the same feeling that I have when I go to the Louvre in Paris, you know, that you can't, you know, sleep and thinking about Mona Lisa. I want people to feel that way when they come to our new stadium here because it's an environment that greatness is going to happen.
1: Can't wait. All right, that's Kevin Warren along with Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus. One more segment to go. This is Bears Weekly from PNC Studios
0: in Harris Hall on the Bears Radio Network is Bears Weekly with the voice of the Bears for 23 years. Jeff Jr. on the Bears Radio Network. This segment
1: of Bears Weekly is brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy. Visit athletico.com to request it in clinic or virtual appointment and start feeling better tomorrow. Final segment, just not enough time for three guests like this Kevin Warren, Ryan Poles, and Matt Eberflus here at Halas Hall in front of great Bears fans at PNC Studio. Um, Kevin, how did your visit go this week with Chairman George McCaskey and visiting the legendary Steve McMichael? I saw a photo. I was there back in March. It was one of the toughest things I, I, I had to do, um, I wanted to do, but uh, how, how are things over there?
2: I mean, it was an emotional visit, and, uh, you know, Steve was an absolutely fantastic uh player he epitomizes everything what it means to be a player in the national football league, but especially what it means to be a player uh for the chicago bears and you know when I represented chris Zorich and got a chance to to watch that uh defensive line um you know play together and I'm just you know grateful for Steve and everything that he uh has meant to to this franchise He still has that great you know smile um even now with all that he's going through he he's uh he's a he's a bear at heart. Um, and along those lines, one of the things that you could tell that he really appreciates is the love and support of, um, everyone here, but especially our, our fans and our season ticket holders. So I just want to make sure that, that, uh, uh, we thank you, uh, for, for being season ticket holders. Uh, there's people have choices of where they can spend their resources. So to each and every one of you, what you all have done and, and really the, to, to, To hand it down from a legacy standpoint is really special. So I just want to thank you for what you've done uh, for every player who's played here, every person who's worked here, for the McCaskey family, the Hallis family. But it was good to see Steve. So thank you all for your support.
1: Uh, You'd love to have uh, 22 starters like Steve McMichael in terms of passion and and just the relentlessness. Uh, This team came close to winning a lot more games than just three a year ago, Ryan. Do you get a sense of what it's going to take to learn how to win? Yeah, we talked
3: about it a lot, just how to finish, finish games, finish in the fourth quarter, uh, put teams away. Um, And then those critical, you know, we see it over and over in the NFL, and that's what makes it so special. You know, that two-minute drive to to end the game, to get that field goal or that touchdown, Uh, just close things out um, is what we're looking for. Matt, it doesn't seem so simple,
1: but every game comes down to it. So yeah, I know you've been repping it nonstop. Uh, you've got more guys that have experienced that, though, from successful programs, like Tremaine Edmonds, uh, D.J. Moore, some success uh, with the Carolina Panthers, uh, individual success but also team success. you think that's going to infiltrate and help them, shepherd them to the, to the victory column?
4: Yeah, there's always two elements that comes down to uh, winning and closing out games, and it's really this, the practice you put in and the preparation you put into that. Um, so you're doing the right things at the right time. And it always comes down to the players. The players make plays. Um, and at the end, we always tell guys, don't think plays, think players. And that's who the ball's going to. That's who we need to get the ball to. And those guys are going to close the games out. Uh, we've got to put them in position as coaches. Uh, and we've been doing that since uh, OTAs. And we're going to continue to do that and uh, just put them in that experience. And they've been successful. And we've learned a lot, too, uh, during that time, during that trial and, ref- and refinement period. So um, it, it's, uh, it's going to be good.
1: That's my next. What do you know about this team and what don't you know?
4: I know this. I know that they play hard. They're going to play hard and they're going to be physical. I do know that, um, you know, the execution piece of it, they're, they're doing good right now. Uh, we still got to clean some things up. We've got to refine a little bit and, and, you know, tighten some things up as we go through this week. And we're going to do that. And uh, But, yeah, they're going to play play physical and play tough, and they're going to play hard for 60 minutes.
1: Ryan, what do you think the strength of the team is right
4: now?
3: Yeah, Ryan, right. you know, just reflecting on training camp and even the spring, you know, the, the defense has a different level of confidence to them. Uh, they have a swagger to them, and, and they have each other's back, and you can feel it at practice that they play as a unit. And uh, I feel really comfortable about that group right now. You know, uh
1: a loud defense is often a good defense, and I think it's a loud defense. Yeah. I mean, the first practice, Matt, in the Peyton Center, those guys were – your defense was jacked up and loud. First practice, right? Am I, am I, am I, not I mean, can they be a loud defense?
4: Yeah, they should be. They should be. Defense should be loud, you know, with uh, from the pads cracking to taking the ball away to, you know – uh, going three and out and all those things that you do is a really good defense. You know? So uh, we've been a part of that in the past, and, and we're looking forward to bringing that back to the Bears.
1: All right, final word. You have uh, one minute to go. Kevin Warren, you've got the Green Bay Packers coming to town here in 10 days. It's been a minute, 2018, and uh, they've had our number a little bit here. So uh, time to stake the flag, huh? What do you, what's your projections on uh, how this season might go and what, how you feel about things?
2: Uh, I, I feel that, that uh, we're in a good position, and what we need to do is make sure we live in the moment, uh, take advantage of each and every opportunity, realize every day is a gift from God, play hard, be passionate, and forget the past, but really press forward to the future.
1: Sounds great, eloquent as always. Thank you, all of you, President and CEO Kevin Warren. We got the general manager Ryan Foles, and the head coach Matt Eberflus. Thank you, one and all. Thank you to the fans. Our engineering staff, Paul Zerang, the folks in the ESPN studios and our loyal season ticket holders. Keep cheering loud and proud. Have a great night, everybody. Thank you. This has been Bears Weekly on ESPN 1000 and the Bears Radio Network. Tyler Aki next on ESPN 1000. Good night, everybody.